Welcome everyone to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. This is Pritam Atma and I have a guest that I have to share with everyone. She literally came into my life when I was asking Spirit or God for guidance of um, a huge test I was going through and a decision process I had to make around my own motherhood. And it was really my final test before entering into a, a new life after I've written, you know, Alchemy of Becoming, which will be coming out in the next month. It was, a, it was a test to move forward into my highest destiny and to leave my past behind. And so I asked Spirit, send me a healer, send me a, a message, send me a guide of somebody. And my friend texted me Leanne's number. And so I wrote her and called her and she immediately jumped on the phone with me. She immediately guided me through exactly what I needed to hear and exactly what I needed to do in order to go to my higher destiny and um, make the right decisions in my life. And so on this podcast, I bring in really powerful women that are on this spiritual journey that are have changed my life. And so Leanne is one of them. And she's a healer, um, a psychic, completely clairvoyant, very powerful woman who happens to actually live by me soon, which was oh, yes. really cool. And I wanted her to just tell a story. So I'm going to ask that the highest, the highest prayer that all of you who are as ever listening to this will receive exactly what they need to hear. And I feel like this is what the Mystical Motherhood podcast is. I get it all the time that people come to me and they say, I needed to hear exactly what you said in that moment at minute, you know, 169 or, you know, and, and I just want spirit to speak through both of us so that your process of healing and fertility, conception, motherhood is, is for the highest good to bring down the highest caliber child to change your life in the planet. So Leanne, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. Today's a sunny day, so I'm happy to be warmed by the sun. It's a little nicer out here. We've had so much snow on the East End. Beautiful. So yeah. tell us how you received your gift um, of you know becoming a clairvoyant, a healer, a teacher. And you know, what age did it start at? I, the one of a really common question I feel like everyone has is how do you become more intuitive? How do you trust? the guides and the signs as you're going through awakening process to um, follow your higher self's system. Okay. Well, let's start off with, I am, um, I am a human being that came out of my mother's womb with this higher nature. And so when I was young, I think that I had no, blockages to communicate with my higher sources immediately. So I've walked this life and this path very intensely trying to understand because other people, when I discovered, they don't necessarily see the world this way and they don't interpret the world this way and they don't necessarily know how to talk to their higher nature and their higher selves. And so that's started very, you know, from immediate. My mom said that um, <laughs> my great-grandmother, my Italian great-grandmother, and uh, my other Greek great-grandmother, they each put one an evil eye in and one a red ribbon that was tied on the inside so they wouldn't take me because I came born with jet black hair and bright red lips. And my mom said that everyone from all floors of the hospital while I was there came to see the baby with jet black hair and bright rosy red lips, that they were afraid they were going to, someone was going to steal me. So my great, two great grandmothers on either side of my family said that we have to call in the, the protections. So already then in the hospital, because I had to live in a tent most often when people find that they have abilities from birth, they go through a near-death experience. And so in my research and in my discovery of self-awareness, I had to hear other people's stories who seem to have the same process of coming into how to work with these extra abilities of understanding the world in real time for me how I understand energy and kind of be able to process 
on a level for others very quickly. Mm -hmm. Answer your question. Yeah. Um, I have a question off of that and we'll go just randomly through various questions as they flow through. But if people are listening and they are either awakening to that within themselves or they have a child. So I have a child that's very psychic and I do my best and I'm very psychic, but mine opened later. Right. And she is everyone. She is awake already. And so how do you manage that? Well, you have to, I think that it is, because right now that's energy we came into in the age of Aquarius from the winter solstice on 12-21-2020. You see, there was this great conjunction with Jupiter and Saturn, and that opened a new energy, leaving behind the Piscean darker energy into a lighter, more illuminated understanding of ourselves and the knowledge and wisdom we have to commune with nature and have these extra kind of senses. Children who are coming into this and who seem to be illuminating at a young age is that you have to work with your own trust system and the breath. I think that people forget that it's on the physical level, the material level of the world in the three-dimensional experience that we're having The breath is our lifeline. And so breathing and recognizing the four elements is very crucial to open up the etheric line, which is our chakra system, which is our energy line, which once activated has a fire to it that is the fire element within. The water element within, you could feel in your mouth. So it's a good sometimes way of making um, a child breathe and go, where's the water in your mouth? Can you feel your saliva? And then pause. Oh, yeah. How does your mouth feel? Dry. Maybe you're dehydrated and need a little water. Mm. So you back in the center. You always want to enter first before you're going outward. Inward cultivation of how things feel is crucial for every human being and those who are awakening it's even more crucial because that is where your gps system is your guidance system and about more people are awakening let's go through that so you're born awakened and then you be, you awaken later and for me it was sudden catalysts over and over again to just explode me open. Now, I don't think everybody goes through those levels, you know, like that catalyst, but how is how can people manage this as they begin to awaken on the planet? And meditation. Yeah, so tell us like what you would recommend everybody do to, to, to manage the energy. I think that people need to, from whatever starting point in their day, Meditation happens as soon as I wake up because I connect into source immediately in order to set my guidance system and ask for what that day has to offer me. Each day is one by one, is step by step. You know, the, the, the strategy is if you want to move fast in, in receiving your, your, your gifts, you have to also pay attention And so you have to build awareness and consciousness to go on to a higher vibration or frequency that's available. And that's what ascension process is, is being able to move up in frequency, higher light vibration. So you're letting go of all that doesn't serve you and you're allowing to make space in the body for more light. Mm -hmm. And as we ascend and lift up towards, we need to be grounded to the earth to receive that higher illumination. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with you. The more I feel like I ground into reality and, you know, the more I can hold it in a light form because otherwise it has to be completely balanced or you are totally disoriented in one field or, the other, or another. And in the work that I do is that I use numerology I use astrology, I use the cosmic universal alignment of all the planets, stars, sun, moon, like we, those who work in um, the cosmic zone on the universal level, there's a lot that that you're allowing to present itself through synchronicities, and you know them on your own. Maybe you've seen 111, and that's all 
journey. You know, when you start to awaken to by seeing synchronicity, the number turns really well and pay attention to how they align. We can use them to our benefit to know the energies that are flowing through. It's very um, wonderful. Can you give an example? Um, I'll tell you the energy we're coming into now. Okay. So for this, right? Here we are. We're on the 23rd. By the 27th on Eastern Standard Time at 3.17 a.m., we'll come into the full moon in Virgo. Now, the full moon in Virgo is supported by the sun sign of Pisces. So this earth-water element's already coming into balance. They're very complementary and get along very well. And the dreamy side of Pisces um, and the imagination of Pisces supports the stable building of the Virgo goddess. And in the virgin goddess of the moon, she comes in very soft and lovingly and subtle and allows us to release our past and move into new beginnings with compassion and empathy. So this moon is huge because those who, who are looking to really truly allow themselves to transform, the virgin goddess of the moon, which is in Virgo, is Earth, is Gaia. And she is nurturing us. She's holding us. She's doing it so smooth and gentle like a new mother with a beautiful baby. Like it's breathtaking when you see that you've created life. And I want to instill this kind of energy into people. So right now, anyone I'm working with, I'm telling them about the moon. I'm telling them about this energy. I'm giving them the heads up to journal a few days before and start to tap into the energy now. That's why this podcast will have super vibration in it because you and I are coming together on this high level because you are a goddess in and of yourself supporting this change mm -hmm. in ascension supporting the Aquarian age and this is what it's about and so when you are when you I think when people don't they need to kind of understand what does it mean like how do you when we're going to this age how do we experience? So like when I'm in these higher dimensional fields, I can basically, it's like a conversation that's had without speaking. Right. And it's a knowing that comes through a symbol, a word, or um, so how can you relay this to people that are listening that are beginning on this awakening stage uh, moving into this age is like, how do you hear? How do you know? What are the, the signs? There's, there's numbers and there's um, astrology, which are more concrete, but the bird that passes, the the image, the words that come through. But it, this, yeah, and those are called synchronicities. I do believe through opening the pineal gland, which is our third eye in meditation, right, which is the illumination of purple. So we take in that purple light. We're able to start to see the simple synchronicities of a name having meaning randomly coming out of the grocery store clerk checking you out and it just happens to be on there their tag is the name that goes to your situation that pings your gut and you go oh my gosh and then you realize as you look up to that person that on the cash register register it says 777 and you've been seeing 777 on car license plates you've been seeing 777 on your receipt that you checked out over at um you know the shopping mall for whatever you know, doing whatever you do, the cleaners, the whatever. You start to see these repeating numbers. And each time you see it, it's to something that has relationship to you that you're working on, that you're working through, that you're learning how to come into acceptance within yourself. And these are the darker, deeper parts of ourselves that we hold back, whatever that might be. You might be working through a divorce. Someone else might be working through, you know, trying to have babies. Someone else might be working through a death of a loved one. You know, someone else might be working with a temperamental child who's going off the charts in ascension and doesn't know what to do. And it's like, wow. But here's the angels. I believe those are the angels trying to talk to us. And when we notice them, we should pause and breathe. One hand on the heart, one hand on the belly. Connect in on the physical and ask. Breathe and ask. 
ask, well, why am I seeing these sevens? What do they have meaning for me? And then see how the universe then presents synchronicities. But universe only presents synchronicities and talking to our house self. And at first, in very subtle and soft manners. Yes, I agree with that. They're nice. And then they're not so subtle. No. And then those who really get connected, you got to pay attention. You're gliding with many different dimensions on many different energy levels. Everything's made of energy. And using physics and metaphysics, we can understand how we work in this universe. In this, Yeah. And a good way to think about it is, I said like des- density and destiny, I feel like sometimes go hand in hand. Yeah, and yeah. the more and density you have, the less likely you are to make it to your destiny. Yes, it is dropping the density and, and part of the dropping of the density process is, is, is you suddenly, you need these pings, you need these things to begin to wake you up, to, to shake your soul up. It's a surprises or, and then the more and faster you have to work, the bigger the catalyst becomes. Exactly. And that's when I found you as one of my biggest tests. And sometimes catalysts come in the form of tests and they come in the form, you know, different elemental parts to it. But, you know, yeah. sometimes they are, they're tests and they're, you know, huge events. Well, are- we have, that's how the universe works. Yeah. We have to work in order to activate within us that connection to source. And then it, we go through a process of the letting go of all the stuff and the baggage we've been carrying through. Then we go through the next stage where we come into consciousness that we can manifest and we do have a role as a co-creator in this universe. Then we come into the acceptance of radical acceptance that the whole belief system that you had before is not working, never did work. But all that contrast, all those things you went through, all that difficulty, all that pain, all that trauma, all that can be transformed into a higher energy that works for you instead of makes you feel sad, depressed, pain, suffering, heavy density, negativity, toxicity. And you're able to find the glory in new perspectives, other ideas, inspiration in random forms synchronicities and the coming together of commonalities that might be extremely different on the outside, but completely connective on the inside. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And typically the people that are listening to my podcasts, actually don't even know, but it it feels like it's women that, that are, a lot of them are on the verge of wanting to conceive like conscious conception. Right. You help them. How have you done this in the past? And what does that look like for you? And what does it mean for you? Perfect. Well, this means a great deal to me because I think the most precious thing that any co-creator can do is create life. And that bringing a beautiful new soul into the human existence is something that is beyond our comprehension in a way. It just happens. And we have to allow it to happen. I'll give an example if that's okay. Um, I had a beautiful, beautiful woman come to me. But when she came to me, she wasn't in her most beautiful form. And so we had to work on what held her back of coming into center, of feeling alignment. Okay. And when we're aligned with source, we're open to the channel of a higher nature, of a higher source energy. Okay, and that feels comfortable and calm to us. It's a very subtle knowing. We just know that it feels right. And she was went through miscarriages, many, many, many. She went through IVF. She went through all of the different tests and the ovulations and the years and years and years of coming so close and then it not happening. And I feel that through meditation, through change in diet, through really being a conscious person to her well-being, her complete and utter well-being, she still had to work, so we had to find balance in that. She still had family, had to find friends, you know, husband. And she was in her, you know, over this whole thing, now she was moving into her 40s 
a whole nother age for the feminine. On the physical human level, that's like doctors start to talk differently to you. They start to treat you differently. There's a whole nother element, layer to deal with. So she didn't know what else to do. And through the law of attraction and the laws, other laws of the universe, we were able to journal. We keep track of our food. Not that I'm a nutritionist, but I suggest that people go to acupuncturists and nutritionists as well as work with me and have a small team that we can work with. Because sometimes it comes up to me and I say, you're de deficient on something and it feels like this and I think you should go. And then they go to the nutritionist and say, hey, Leanne said that she energetically received a vibration that within my body I could use more vitamin D, say. And they go, they test and see what other, or I, I've gotten many different um, vibrations, but I'm not a nutritionist. I don't want to, I don't have the tests. I can't, I'm not at an office that is a holistic office or a doctor's office. So this is the kind of thing that it's a commitment, but it can change. And this one client committed and she, I had a vision for her. A year before she, everything happened, that we when she we started working, and I said October first of it would be twenty eighteen because she no 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 twenty nineteen because she had the baby in twenty twenty through the pandemic. I said you will be you will get, receive that you're pregnant, and so we had a whole year to work and. She could see as she journaled and reflected back at times and the different kind of practices that we were doing with breathing, meditation, um, self-care, the idea of um, looking within oneself and, and being able to face some of our fears and letting them go. Maybe trauma comes up and I don't talk. We don't talk a lot. It's just that things come up and we question and then we go back into meditation and receive Reiki, say, I do Reiki with every single client. Um, I'm able to see the energy lines, clear the aura, make space. Some people work with orbs of light. They call in their child, their loved one there. And they, they, my, this is the, this client, an orb of light of green. And when we came around to that October time, um, she'd forgotten. And all through September, she kept taking pregnancy tests. And she's like, I swear I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. I swear. I know it. I know. And fail, 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 fail. She did all at the end of September, forgetting. And she calls me in a panic. And I remind her that October 1st is what the guides told us. And we need to be patient. And on October 1st, she went in, she took the test, and she was blown away. And when she called me, then I downloaded in session for her through me as the conduit the messages that were hers so she could stay level. Because now we're in the next phase and I'm sure, as you know, those first three months are the crucial part of really holding and staying. Yes. So the messages that came through was that now she could be unwavering, no sloppy thinking. The moment something comes in, she needed to be build that consciousness if she had the awareness that the thought wasn't holding the pregnancy in the highest of lights and that this was a miracle and that the miracle within her of creation was activated and that she had to keep correct herself. At one point, she told me this story that goes with this because now this is shortly after she has to go to the doctor within these two weeks, right? A few times. And there was this song and she was a part of a group with other women going through the same thing and having these long years and years and years of, of what seemed like ongoing failure and miscarriages and frustration. 
and many chemicals in the body and lots of um, disorientation of which direction to go. And there was this one song, and it seemed like this one song um, for every woman who lost their baby, who got pregnant and was like, yay, and lost their baby, would play. And this is how spirit challenged her. And I thought it was so fantastic. And she remembered hearing my voice and calling me in because now my clients have access to me. So they call me and I come and they feel me and access to her higher self and practicing the breathing. The song came on right after the doctor's appointment with her and her husband and her husband knows it and he's driving the car and she's sitting there and she calls me in and she feels my energy arrive. She calls in her higher self and her guides and she starts breathing she puts out her hand and her husband puts out her hand. And I'm not joking. This is how it happened. And she started breathing. And the test was, can she let go of this song and this idea, this story that was in her head about these connections with these other women, which were true. This is what happened to them and not play it out in that moment to lose her child that she had that was growing in the miracle of life. And she said that she saw the illumination. She saw the purple light. She saw the green orb come in. And she asked, she remembered to ask to say, please help ground me right now to the earth and fill me with the light and keep me from having doubt. And her husband, who has no idea what's going on and just is supporting her because he doesn't know what else to do and is a nice guy, but is also at his wit's end and also is frustrated, said that all of a sudden there was this peacefulness that came over the car. And they both could breathe and they started breathing deeper and chilled out and let those thoughts go. You know, and it's an amazing story because it's transferable yeah. to everything. Yes, Yes. And I mean, I'm going through the, a similar thing. I'm just thinking of like how we do that. And it's exactly my third book, Alchemy of Becoming, but it's letting go of the narrative yeah. of the story that plays out, that's your story, your wound, your, or I call it the original wound. And for me, it was relationship and it's actually really healing now, but it still creeps up. I still try to bring that story in, even though it's non-existent, but there's elements of the story, like little fine frequencies of the story. So whether it's for you, it's fertility, whether for you it's abuse or relationship or the thing, it's just like letting go the parts of the mind story that become actually more refined. Yes. You let go of the big bulk of the pain, then there's refined parts, like the moment in the car, that's a refined part of her. That's sort of like. And it gave her reference. Because now she can reflect back as other challenges because through this process and most women who are going through IVF and all of these different pills that you take and different things happening in the alchemy of physical, right, is lunatic because it affects our mental. And there is a control factor of not allowing the side effects that come with taking these pills to make you off the charts, out of balance. So it's very important to, to have these moments of illumination and then hold them as reference back to bring you to center. Oh, remember when Joe and I made it through that moment where we held hands and we came into calmness and you breathe into it and you draw back the feeling of that. And then you expand on that feeling to bring yourself back to center to say, no, I don't have to go there with this right now. Let me get some more information about this. Let me call in my higher source, you know, my higher self to say, hey, listen, I, this doesn't feel right right now. Can you give me guidance? And then breathe. Exactly. And there's two ways the mind can go. And I can speak for myself only here is mind's always with relationship as I talk about with this podcast, because that was, but I've been healing the last few years, but you know, you, you, you can follow that negative mind track or the positive mind track. And you'll always find a story on each end to, to create what you want to create mm -hmm. of what's true and what's not true. It's very polar. And so mm -hmm. 
You can call your friends to create that's the right story. You can call these other friends to create that's the right story. But in your heart, you have to choose what your story will be. Exactly. And and it's only you who can choose that. And it's Mm -hmm. only within yourself because there's always going to be one way or or another way. And it's only within you and the relationship you have with yourself that you create the story that's right for your own destiny. Exactly. And the way we do this is to create the bridge between the negative mind, the negative part of the story, and the positive part of the story and come into the neutral mind and create this bridge between the two where we're able to come into balance that we can take information from both and not have it affect us, but allow us to make a good feeling, which is our heart, and logical choice, which is from the other side of our mind, and see it in a new perspective that feels better for the experience and choose the story and narrative that suits what my destiny and dream is, what I'd like to happen. Right, and the ascension process is really jumping timelines to an entirely new destiny that has nothing to do with your old story. Right. So all the parts of yourself, which is your childhood and the little girls within you and the self-sabotagers and all these little creatures and human forms or, or, you know, personalities that live within you, they all have to die away in their own shape or form, which is very painful because they each have their own story. Right. And all connected by one big wound. I kind of, I call it the original mm-hmm. wound of these sub, you know, these stories. And so you kind of have to let them all go and you'll find as you become um, more light filled, more love filled, little fragments, like almost like threads of the story will arise and then they'll become less and less over time, which takes years. And then whatever your method is of going back home, you just follow, you follow that method. Yours is breath. For me, it's specific meditations mm-hmm. or sleeping. And, and uh, yeah, paying attention to my sleep patterns. I'm a sleeper. I know that when I make the choice or have to make the choice or life bowls something towards me and I have to accept what it is and, you know, shift gears. If I don't sleep my eight hours, I'm an eight, eight nine hour girl. I am fantastical on point. If I don't get that and that's compromised, then I know my limit and I know how it's going to affect me the next day when I walk into it and wake into it. And I already then have decided what I need to do to rebalance myself for that loss because of X or Y or Z. And I want to expand on what you were talking about because what's happening in the ascension process with what you just discussed in your book and how it works in your um, understanding is that in the ascension process, here we are in the 3D world, right? It's material. We are, the process of ascension brings us through the fourth dimension. So this is the third dimension, through the fourth dimension up right? Up here is the fifth dimension. We're going through the ascension process, as you know, is a process. So this, instead of experiencing the four-dimensional world, we're just moving through it and we'll land and step into the fifth dimension. So the ascension process is essentially the fourth dimension that we move through quickly to come into that illuminated connection of source energy to the higher nature of being. And 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 for me, the way I've experienced it is it's a place of being in the heart, which is very hard to describe until Mm -hmm. you're there. And the heart is not in the mind and the heart has no story and the heart is in a neutrality and it just doesn't carry the story. No. When there's no story, life unfolds just in the simplicity of the, of the moment. It's hard to describe. And then you leave, you sometimes leave it and you come back, but it, it, it's that. When we're there, life just happens. It's because we're not controlling our energy. Thoughts are energy, emotion, energy. So if we're building a story on thoughts of emotion that we are not actually paying attention to, then we get haphazard happenings. And in the relationship, because you were talking about, you know, 
major relationships brought you to get to this ascension within yourself and to be able to share with others and guide them and teach them, right? In the learning process that everybody is going through, because we're all in school, earth school, is this unbelievable nature that the relationship between the mind and the relationship within, between the heart is not awakened yet. So that's why they don't understand that emotions can't dictate us and thoughts can't dictate us, but how come they're not working together? Because in the awakening process, this relationship between the balance between the mind and the heart becomes essential, and we only can get there from the third eye to the higher self. So here, we are bringing in our energy fields, and we're creating these bridges, I call them bridges, between oneself, the layers of oneself. And this, and this also links back to what we were saying before, is if we can create either story, you know, you can, your mind can go down the path of the negative or it can go down the path of the, path of the positive, but it's, it's almost the awareness of the words you're speaking. It's the awareness of the thoughts if you love them. If you love your thoughts, if you love the experience you're thinking about, you're going to create love around you. If you don't love what you're thinking about, it doesn't bring you energy. It's, it, you're going to create that a lack of energy and density within yourself and around you. Yes, ma'am. And that will cloud your biofield. And that is your aura that goes six feet up, six feet below, six feet to the side, six feet on the diagonals. So this is your biofield. And if that's all dense with thick energies, right, then you have trouble moving through the world. You have trouble understanding what's actually happening and processing what is coming through you, to you, and around you. So that can hold us back. And so we start with understanding how to release that, as you spoke about, letting go of the past, creating room and, and, and space for us to create new energy lines to bring in what we'd actually like to happen that brings us happiness, satisfaction, joy, excitement. You know, having a child, working in fertility, finding that incredible, wonderful experience of birthing a child is, there's nothing like it. I can't even explain that either. Not from truly a mother's heart of understanding that it's, it's a gift, it's a blessing. It is incredible. So that's why I want to help people, women, families who are going through this. And so if someone's going to call to work with you, you know, what are the, you know, the, I guess everyone is different and you'd probably give them all some different recipe, but if they're working through, you know, fertility issues or calling in a soul or how would you approach it and what could they expect? Um, they'd have to uh, ask themselves before they contacted me if they were ready to uh, understand their habits, understand their um, mental congestion. Um, understand their physical body and pay attention to um, being committed to self-care in those ways. Um, it is a practice, so it does take time to change those. Uh, I like to think of the mind as our operating system. Okay, So within the operating system, which is the subconscious mind, we have files and our habitual ways of reacting and acting and thinking and speaking and doing are all stored there. But when we go through an experience, over time, these experiences don't serve us anymore. But they're still within the operating system. So just like you go and clean your computer, you need to go clean up your subconscious because we as human beings, aren't in our conscious mind most of the time when we're walking through life. We're in our subconscious mind, which is our operating system that act, reacts. Oh, it's logical. This happens, so I do this. So a lot of people are on autopilot in that area of the mind. And we want to awaken that. And we want to release out what has been habitually dictating where you're going, who you are, and why you're doing what you're doing. So you can make new choices and rewrite those programs to what feels better in your gut, feels better in your heart, 
and feels and where the mind can understand it. So it's meditation. Are you willing to, to meditate? Are you willing to receive Reiki? Are you willing to pay attention to how you're sleeping and eating? Are you willing to understand what you can and can't do with exercise? We talk about all of these things. Um, and then what I, I do. What I liked, what I, why I wanted to bring Leanne on, on for you is because she's, what she's saying is, it sounds like very vague. She is incredibly forward, incredibly accurate, and, and incredibly visual with exactly what is going to happen if you choose either road. And the, and she really looks at the narrative and blows it in your face of like, this is the narrative you're playing. And yours may be really good, or it could be really bad. But if you play out this storyline, this is what's going to happen. And if you mm-hmm. choose this other one, and that's why we're kind of getting into the polarity of it during this podcast is because you really... You really bring that people back into the neutral so they don't run. You can run this polarity of the positive or you can run this polarity of the negative. And um, not a lot of readers, healers, or um, people have the ability to be that blunt, that that fast and, and almost like a freight train. And a yeah. lot of people are a little bit airy, fuzzy about healing. And I am not like that. Like I'm here on a mission. I don't have time to waste. I don't want to do many sessions. I want to just find the person that's going to like blow through it in like one session for months. And that's how my work is with people. I give, there's one session and they have a years of work to do. And right. you know, it's just different. And I like that she's like that where she's not trying to bring you, you know, bring you, it, it's almost like, you can get so much out of, out of just one hour. Exactly. Well, that's clarity. the beat is that you can gain clarity, harmony, and become centered very quickly. But, you know, it's a choice. And I tell everybody, it's, it's, it's for them to kind of allow themselves to go into what I call the R&Rs. Rest and relaxation. Rejuvenation, renewing. You know, there is this realization, these RE words that seem to go together in, in having the opportunity to receive all of these beautiful RE words allow us to understand that we can heal ourselves by letting go and slowing down. And it can be very quick to come to that if they just allow themselves to arrive to receive from me. I'm the conduit. So I'm the machine in that way, right? I'm the fine-tuned, beautiful, gorgeous automobile. You know, the sports car, race car, whatever you want. But I'm sleek and fast and easy and tuned, aligned, as a beautiful sports car has to be. And when I lay my hands, hot hands, whether it's energetically over the phone, because so many people work with me on FaceTime or FaceTime audio, or it's in person, there is a transfer where I open the crown chakra to receive the light energy through me and then come through my hands. And then I'm able to move the energy to allow these areas of the body, of the mind, of the emotions, of the experiences, of what's happened in the past, what's happening in the present, and what energies might be flowing towards the future already. And give that neutral, calming, subtle place that people can come into, just like in meditation. So it's a meditation. And move the energies to make more space. But also to create a new narrative. And to create a new narrative quickly. And And that's... yeah, to decide what is what do you what is your narrative? Yeah, what, what is your narrative? Are, are you liking the one you're doing? Clearly, yeah. if you don't, you're here to see me. Let me show you the way to get to it. And um, it's also through your voice. It's not just through your hands. It's through your your visions and your voice, voice and what you see, which exactly. are quite clearly and accurate. And so. If someone wants to work with you for fertility, for any general healing, for Reiki. Um, for anything, how do they get a hold of you? Um, the best way to get a hold of me is through my email. So it's my first two initials, L-A, and then my last name, E B as in boy, E-R-L-E, at yahoo.com. Okay. And in the subject, you could say that you were you heard about me from this podcast. So then I'm able to 
touch base and quickly see where it's coming from. And then I will email you back. Know that I am an energy worker and um, technology is energized. So I take a few days in between. I'm not on every day unless I'm looking for something. And most people know that. So between two to three days, it takes me to kind of always get back to people. Don't freak out. It'll come. Yeah, I'm always for me, it's a week. It just yeah. it depends on what's going on and what when the person's supposed to respond. And also, just, just a side note, I'm thinking is a lot of people actually need that waiting time because their ego needs to be, you know, like they they need actually to to sometimes there's funny things I have with clients. I don't know if you have this, but just bringing this up, but like they're like, I, I can't get a hold of them or I can never meet with them or something happens, but that's what they need to actually go through through the experience with me that changes. That's a part of the healing. Exactly. And time and space, um, it's fluid. So that's a, that's the, a great point because there is always this extra space between happenings and connection that, you know, Whatever you need to learn or whatever you need to experience is there for to bring you to this higher place. And if you really, truly are ready for that and believe in that, then yeah, come to me. Life will change very quickly. And there are a lot of answers that I can't explain to you because they come in psychically. I see visions. I am able to commune and speak to other higher sources and ascended masters. There are wonderful, wonderful guides out there. And if I'm able to tap into yours for whatever you need, then I'm able to receive messages that help us to make your life and your narrative better, to make the story that you'd like to write come true, to really be in your reality and manifest it. Right. And so as I've been creating my new narrative, which is a massive healing I've been on, I had to come to you a couple of times just because the old narrative creeps in and finds its way and, and it doesn't feel right. So then I feel off balance and I've said, you know, and it's like we connect very quickly, very easily, because um, that's the way we're supposed to connect. But mm-hmm. it, I immediately get back on track again. And it's very rare I find a healer, you know, I don't work with very many people. I only have, you know, a couple of teachers in my whole life. And I don't like during, especially during pandemic or during the energy that's on the planet right now, I'm very specific about who I allow in my field, who I listen to, what I read about. I don't watch the news. I don't, you know, like I, I am so specific. I don't even take a yoga class from a random friend. Very specific. So I I would only recommend really powerful people that are, you know, of the highest energy of the light. And there's a lot of false light in this planet right now that is very dark and will take your energy and will not be beneficial for you. And Leanne is not one of those people. And I only work through, honestly, the best and cleanest lines, as I feel the same for you, Chelsea. And I feel that I am honored to be able to know someone who can work on that level with me. And um, I am grateful that I have that opportunity because I work on referral. I work on the idea that someone understands me and can see the truth in what I do and can pass it on. As my client that I spoke about earlier with the green orb and her husband and the the song on the radio that was the synchronicity, um, she just gave me a new client who um, is in such a beautiful place that we connected so dynamically that here she's now on her new journey. And so I work that way. If you've experienced something beautiful with me and I've experienced something beautiful because I always get something amazing out of it, you know, to hear someone say, look at the pictures of my gorgeous child and I get to beam with them in their joy and happiness that this creation has happened in their lives is incredible for me. So it is a give and take and it is beautiful for me to experience that. So thank you. Yes, thank you. And I'll leave uh, Leanne's email on the info in the notes section. And you can write to mysticalmotherhood.com if you have any questions. And she has one more thing to tell us today. So I just want to pull an angel card for today. Okay. Something that you can meditate on and breathe into and calmly center yourself with within yourself. Ask yourself, do I do this? Is this something I need help on? 
hmm, is this something that's illuminating to me? It could be any kind of question. It's not necessarily always on improvement. It's maybe what's coming to us. So let's see what the energy gives us. And we'll call in the angels. Angels, angels, angels. White light, white light, white light. Please come. And sit with us and guide us. I'll do one more mix of the cars. So it's three. And then I will cut them and pick. Okay. Ah, oh, this is a beautiful card. Be honest with yourself. Mm. And I'll read it quickly. Look into your heart and you will know the truth of this situation. It's safe to admit the truth to yourself, for we will support and guide you through any necessary changes. Lean upon us for courage and the strength to take care of yourself. Focus only upon your true desires, and they'll come to you upon angels' wings. Yeah, so back to what we said, just focus upon what you really want and all the thoughts that take you away from that and all the sabotaging timelines that don't get you there. Exactly. Story that feels, and you can envision in your mind that's more appropriate for where you'd like to be. In whatever you want to do, whether it's relationship, work, family, friends, activities, fun, travel, whatever inspires you, start doing the things you like to do because that's where it starts. You got to feel good in the positive. So I know that you just went on a trip and watching your family ski and have fun illuminated you. You sent me that beautiful picture of you and your girls. And I thought, oh my gosh, I want to be there. That looks like fun. And so you illuminated me. And I think that that's what we have to do around the world a lot more of to write happier narratives that we can follow through on. Right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And love and light.